I'm your guest host, sitting in for illustrious Barbara Barry Murray, who's actually the producer and the original host. Uh, she's not here. Hi, Barbara. We're doing a special edition of Save Brother Radio and TV with two illustrious guests who are going to talk about the importance of Juneteenth and Juneteenth 2023. We have Queen Jamada. I'm saying Queen because that's what I think about my black sisters. Queen Jamada Abdal Kalak Henry Smith, and she is the chairwoman of the Boston Juneteenth Committee and also Greg Eugene Sullivan, who is a committee chair member and a BNN producer here at BNN Media. He's a chairperson, he's not a chairperson, he's actually a committee member of the Boston Juneteenth Committee. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. We have a short period of time, but we're gonna get to the nitty gritty of why we are here today. And thank you so much for being here and being so prepared. Why is Juneteenth so important? You and I, and we all know about Juneteenth, and we were actually mm -hmm. there last year. We're gonna show some clips of last year, 2022. But I want you to say to our guests who maybe were living under a rock or may not be the complexion of mm -hmm. the protection that we have that we understand the importance of Juneteenth and what it is and why we should still celebrate it. So let's start out with what it is first. Okay, so what is Juneteenth? Juneteenth, to me, it's the culmination of the ending of slavery. Now we know, we learned in school that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed January the 1st in 1863. So the news got around different places to let the enslaved people know that they were free. The Texas enslaved. Oh, Texas. They did not find out until the 19th of June in 1865. That's two and a half years later. Okay, and so that is the original date of Juneteenth was the 19th of June. And this is when General Granger in Galveston, Texas, read the order number three about the Emancipation Proclamation and that the enslaved were free in Texas. So that's when it started. Okay, so now, and then the importance of it, I wanted to, to hand this off to uh, Eugene, Greg Eugene. So we're in, we're not in June now, but we're talking about Juneteenth. And then the big, huge celebration for the country is July 4th, which is supposedly the United States Independence Day. And then there's a whole speech from Frederick Douglass. Why should, why, why should we celebrate that as Africa? Well, we'll say black Americans, African-Americans, black Americans. So Juneteenth is before July 4th. Why should we, should we celebrate both or should we give more importance to Juneteenth? Well, what we should do is always a subjective thing. I think this, for me, I celebrate both. I celebrate Juneteenth because it is a part of our history. And I think that's important for the general world to know the facts of how we got through that whole slavery piece. The 4th of July is just another American, and I, I don't wanna say just another, it's a, an American holiday that I respect because I am indeed an American and I am also, you know, black, and I'm very clear about the Juneteenth piece. Now, when we're talking about Juneteenth and the importance of it, why should we still celebrate it now? Because every year we've been celebrating it, and it actually started one way. 
and now it's um, nationwide, but it hasn't been adopted. So in Massachusetts, there is a move, a legislative move to officially ad adopt Juneteenth as a national holiday and be recognized in Boston because, I mean, we had Martin Luther King and then that was a whole process of whether or not we were going to recognize his birthday. Juneteenth seems to be doing that same evolution. Like black people, we, we, you know, we recognize it, but I don't know if everybody recognizes it. And I'm not sure, and considering this critical race theory um, and how certain states are pushing back against real American history and teaching everybody's American history, Juneteenth butts up against that right now mm -hmm. to say, yes, we need to recognize it. So why are we doing this? Why is it important well, to do it even more so now in 2023? Well, firstly, it is a federally, nationally recognized day. I mean, it's one of those three <laughs> days, you know, you get, you get Monday off with pay, you know, so it's real. But the other thing about it is we are the keepers of our culture and it is up to us to educate and you know we're not in the history books and if we're in there it's not enough and it's not right and it's not the truth and this that and the other and when we get a chance to hone in on this particular time frame it helps us to think and it helps us with our consciousness you know, we're 365, 366 days a year. But this gives us an opportunity to really, to celebrate, yeah, we, we do that. We have the Roxbury Homecoming, which is usually the third Saturday in the month of June. Mm -hmm. So it falls on that weekend of Father's Day, and it falls on the weekend of the 19th of June. The Juneteenth, uh, Boston, the Boston Juneteenth Committee it doesn't matter what day the 19th of June falls on. That's the day that we, we reverence and have our event. And this year and it's Monday. And this year it's on a Monday, yes. Um, this year it's on a Monday. Yeah. So, so um, let's talk about the significance of this particular point in time when <laughs> there's still, despite Black Lives Matter and all these protests, and the recognition of other, you know, black indigenous people of color and making sure that as, as educators, you and I are educators and historians, that our people know, that the generations know, what is the significance of Boston? Because as you look at the Embrace uh, Memorial and all the people that have actually come through Boston, you've got Dale Street with Malcolm X, you've got Martin Luther King, is there a specific is there a specific importance of it being a Boston celebration? Yes, because it's American history. It's United States history. I mean, personally, it's significant in Boston. My parents raised 10 children in Boston. They came from Houston, Texas, in the, uh, of the Great Migration, and they were high school sweethearts, Phyllis Wheatley in Houston, Texas. And so it's very significant because it is our history. You know, and um, we, 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 you know, I say this all the time because we don't have a language. You know, we, were, we couldn't speak our language. We couldn't speak their language. And, you know, we talk about, I call it POC, we talk about people of color, and we talk about black people and people of color, and that includes all of our sisters and brothers. You know, we've got the Puerto Rican and the Haitian and the Cape Verde and the everything but everybody but us, mm. we, we, we don't have a language. And this culture that we have, we can hold on to it and grow. 
That's the whole idea. The whole idea is um, we have some catching up to do. We have catching up to do. And even now, just like in Florida and everything, they don't even want what's real in the books. We already didn't have things in the book. So the purpose is to keep it live, keep it real, and keep it moving. So thank you. So, so Greg Eugene, what was it like last year, and how is it going to be different? Or is it, what's the difference between last year and this year? Well, first of all, when I got involved, I actually was in, uh, in the audience. And I watched Jamada and Barry and the whole sh committee of people. And I was impressed. I said, ah, oh, I'm from Chicago and hadn't heard about it. So that was the awareness. I joined the committee that year, the next year. And then I think the next year we actually had COVID. So we ended up, and luckily I was connected here. So I was able to bring in some of the resources so that we could tape, tape it and do it virtually. Uh, then of course we went back to uh, live, a Zoom kind of piece. And the difference is that we are now live. We've added the parade. We've added the flag raising. And all of that's a part of the ceremony. So this year is uh, very significant because we are just giving a larger perspective or a celebration of the, uh, the holiday, if you will. And where is this going to be held? The Deloitte Thomas House is where the flag raising will happen. And then right there in that park, uh, the name of the park, Jamali, is? Well, it, the, the address is 183 uh, Roxbury Street. And the Dillaway Thomas House is uh, they're embracing us with the Roxbury State Heritage Park. Right. And, um, and it's 183 Roxbury is right up where First Church is. And then the parade is going to go down John Elliott Square. Okay. Which is a different mm -hmm. location than last year. Than that last year. Big but it's, it's not that far from it. Okay. Uh -huh. But um, but hold on a second, mm -hmm. because I want to show a little bit of clips. We've got a few clips okay. that we want to show of last year, and then we'll come back talking about next year. So you this are here, Say Brother Radio and TV. I'm your guest host, Sharon Hinton. I'm here with some wonderful, wonderful committee members of the Boston Juneteenth Committee. Get a pen and pencil out so we can give you information, and stay tuned. is a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. It's also called the Juneteenth National Independence Day or Jubilee Day, Emancipation Day in Texas, Freedom Day, Black Independence Day. The bottom line is that it's a day that had two different dates because there was an announcement of when enslaved people in this country were free and then there was another announcement because Texas didn't want to tell nobody. That's a whole nother conversation because Texas is doing some other stuff too. Welcome back, my two guests. Um, ah, Texas. Uh, <laughs> but you know, when you're thinking about, you change the location now to Dillaway Thomas House. So some people may not know where that is. I actually mm -hmm. got married in the First Church of Roxbury, the big white church. So for those of you who are familiar with the landscape in Roxbury, it's in Roxbury. And 
Some of the landscapes is Fort Hill and there's a big huge tower. A block away from that tower is a church, a white church, physically, I don't mean there's white people in it, but it's white, it's a physically it's like white church on the top of the hill in John Elliott Square. If you're familiar with um, RCC, with the mosque, with um, Madison Park, you look on top of the hill and that's in the Dillaway Thomas house is a historical designated house yeah. that's right there in the square. There's no, is, there's no excuse for not being there. Now, are you doing this on the Monday or are you doing it the weekend? Oh, of? no, we do everything on the 19th of June. Which is a We've day off, it. so there's no yeah, excuse. For 13 years, we have been doing it on the 19th. There are other celebrations everywhere, but the, thir the 19th is when we do it. And, you know, I don't think they call the school Timothy anymore. They don't. But it's right there next to the Timothy school. So what's going to happen there? And th this is another difference. This year, for 13 years, we've had themes. This year's theme is Juneteenth, honoring our martyrs and heroes. Mm. And that's our theme. So now, that local theme, or national or both? Honoring our martyrs and heroes. If you, if you, if you register and you get in the parade and you want to honor someone who's a hero to you, you might want to dress like that person. It may be someone that we know nationally, it may be a family member. Now there was a parade last year, right? Was it yes, it was. It oh, was our was first parade. parade. Yes, okay, we left the from one. the the Boys and Girls Club. And how we do you register to be a part of the parade? The website www.bostonjuneteenth.com. Is there so? Um, is there a deadline for being able to register to be in the parade? Well, there is Kinda. a deadline, <laughs> but uh, you know we're saying June the fifth. Okay. June the 5th, but you know, uh, we'll probably be able, because it's pretty well under control. And so, so you want, so the parade route itself is from where to where? It starts at 183, right after the flag raising, which um, the creator of the Juneteenth, the national Juneteenth flag was Ben Haith. And um, we're going to have the flag raising. He did and this in 90. The, the multi star with the red, red yeah, white, and blue. Yes. And, um, so we'll have a little 30-minute program, and then the parade is going to form right there. And, um, and we should be, we will be at the museum by uh, 2. It leaves at 1 o'clock, and uh, it goes down John Elliott Square. It goes to the foot there to the, you know, there's this new little park, and it's called the Gordine General Across Park. Across the police station. It's, it's recognizing African-American veterans who have been in every war. Prayerfully, the statue will be up by then. Our late Fern Cunningham molded that statue with her own hands before she passed away. She was the same so, one that did the Harriet Tubman one. Yes. Across the United States. Yes, uh, and that she's got, and, and Forest Hills with that beautiful, but anyway, so you've been going down the bottom of, um, we're going to go to John Elliott, they're going to take a left, that little street is called Gill. We're going to take a right on Malcolm X Boulevard. We're going to cross Washington Street, and we're going to go past what we call the Nubian Library. And we're going to take a right right there on Warren, go up Warren past the Boys and Girls Club, mm -hmm. go right up past the Boys and Girls Club. On the left is uh, 12th Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. That next block is Walnut Ave. Mm -hmm. We take a right there and just go straight to the museum. Okay. So we'll be passing. Dale Street, which is, you know, the fake historic for Malcolm X, where he lived with his, his sister. sister. Mm -hmm. And Elliott Church is on the left. On the right is the Higginson Lewis School. I went to school there. I did, too. <laughs> I went to the Lewis. 
I went and to both. <laughs> I went to the Higginson and the Lewis and the David A. Ellis. But anyway, yep. so we go straight down Walnut. We pass what used to be called Horatio Park. I mean, Monroe Park. And it's now Horatio Park. Mm -hmm. And then we go past Townsend. And then we hit Crawford. And that's right there. You'll see the big head, which is Eternal Presence. You'll see the big statue. And the grounds will be ready. The 54th will be there. The, they'll be all set up. They're going to be in the parade also and at the flag raising. And then we'll have retail and food vendors there. And we will have, um, let's see, then we have the actual program. But from 2 o'clock, the grounds will be open. Mm -hmm. And until 4, people can come and fellowship and have fun. And just, you know, we'll have chairs like a theater style for the actual program. People can also bring their own chairs. Okay. And we will have storytelling. We're going to have Spock the Ark with Aqua Homes and Mass, uh, mm -hmm. mass Arts. And um, This is an election year, too, so I assume you're going to have politicians. Well, we don't maybe. have them to speak, but they come. No, last they, year, Rachel Rollins, who's, well, she was speaking. And, she was our keynote speaker. Uh, she who's was our keynote, keynote speaker speak this year? Well, is this a surprise? <laughs> well, I'll uh, say it's a surprise. We're just kind of getting confirmation. Okay, so we so. want to just wait a second. But yes, Rachel Rollins was last year. We got Ayanna Presley, um, uh, Bill Owens, our, our last live before last year. And our theme then was um, preparations for reparations. And you know, mm. he submitted that bill. And so the late uh, Bill Owens, mm -hmm. state representative, mm -hmm. yeah, he was our speaker. State senator. Uh, state senator, I mean, I knew senator. that wasn't right. Senate, senator. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I need to get it right. Senator. Because that's what we need to do. Know our history and get it right. And so anyway, yeah, we have different keynote speakers. And we also have something called the Ralph F. Brown Award recipients. Um, two people, it's young people. Mm -hmm. Carrie Mays is the one of the Carrie. Carrie is recipient. And a young man named Anthony Gray. Oh, okay. And he is a registered nurse, and his background is tremendous. So we have that, and we, it's going to be, it's good. So there's possibilities of people participating. We'll put the flyer up again. Of course, we want buy it. We want people to, you know, what's a parade without people watching? So, you know, you could just kind of line the streets for us. And so you know the parade route. And those who are not savvy with that, you can um, call can, you can call 617-445-6902, 617-445-6902, and awesome. uh, we can give you information. And that's mm -hmm. the website. Yeah. It's awesome. Beautiful. Who designed that poster? That poster one is... Of, uh, one of our, um, his name is Rahman. Now, that banner, Equa did the banner. Mm -hmm. She's on the committee, too. And, but our, our tech Equa guy... Holmes. Equa so, Homes, yeah. We're familiar with all these people, so when we say Barry, that's Barry Gaither. Yeah, that's true, true. And Rahman, I don't know how to pronounce Rahman Ogalogobo. Okay. <laughs> He's been on the Juneteenth Committee for about eight years now. But so how long has the Juneteenth Committee been together? We have, we have been together since 2010. Okay. Yeah, 2010. Because historically, Ben Haith used to try to keep Juneteenth going like on the grounds of the Roxbury homecoming mm -hmm. and he talked to Mr. Ralph Brown and asked because he was getting ready to move to Connecticut and mm -hmm. he asked Mr. Brown to 
hold up the banner regarding Juneteenth. And Mr. Brown said he would. And so Mr. Brown came and talked to Barry Gaither, myself, Mrs. Brown, Imam uh, Abdullah Farouk, mm -hmm. Carol Murray, and the late um, Mike Holscott. Okay. And so that's when it formed. And so we had our first event on the 19th of June in 2010. Wow. And then Mr. Mr. Brown passed away, away in uh, 2012. So he saw two years on the grounds and then so now, you know, fast forward. So we, we're, we're winding up. Okay. Um, what are some of the things that, so Greg Jean, are you actually hosting and moderating that no, day? Or, no. Oh, wait I, a minute. There's supposed to be a BNN production though, right? That day? Yeah. We have a Hopefully. van. Hopefully. Last year we did. We have a, yes, a van will be there and they will shoot the live stage presentation. Mm -hmm. And we will have a camera at the flag raising and at the beginning of the parade, so that will be interspersed with the, the, the live taping, and the show will be live. So that's a good piece. So for those people who can't come, mm -hmm. they can actually still participate, and they can Watch still it. see it, but we want people to come. We want people to come out, yes. We want people to be in the parade, yeah. we, do we, and we want people to donate, but we can't actually ask for money but, <laughs> so, to actually support the parade, because I know that this, this parade and specifically when it comes to black people, there's the Roxbury Parade with Toy Burton, yes. and then this parade. Those are the two. Well, no, there's a, the Women's Empowerment Parade. It's a march, which happens f with the new Center for Afro, I'm oh, sorry, for the Louis D. Brown Institute. Oh, Peace okay. Institute. And they just did the march uh, last week. That was a Mother's Day. That's Mother's a regular Day Mother's Day. Day. Right, Mother's Day. So that's Day. not specifically for black people. Oh, okay. So I didn't quite put it that. <laughs> that's you know, Mother's Day parade. But I'm, I'm thinking in terms of Clementia, who started it. Right. And that it started because her son had uh, been killed. That's right. And she thought that she would be a place to console people and help them the navigate. Sure. Yeah. Right. So, and, and with the toy, with the Roxbury, we honor that Roxbury parade. That's why ours is just not really that long. We, it's just part of the, 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 the soft celebration, you know, because we honor the Roxbury Day Parade, you know, which is in July. That's right. You see, so. So I'm, I'm actually the executive director and founder of Black Teachers Matter. So we produce, oh. you know, our own thing, but we've participated since the very beginning and supported Toy. Yeah. And been, and we were there last year. We had a table, and so you know, Joel McCall, who's an amazing historian, is there. Yeah. And so we encourage everyone to come out to actually support this particular event, which is coming up on Juneteenth, Monday. Monday it's a holiday. No excuse. Plenty of food. Plenty of oh, food, food, uh, 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 music, uh, 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 speakers, well, there will be food. fellowship, yes. um, honoring our history uh, in community, in the community, in community. 300 Walnut Ave, and it's the 19th of June. That's what we want everyone to remember. Monday. Monday. The 19th is the, what we want everyone to remember. Okay, and then yeah. give, let's give the contact information one more time. Okay, so www.bostonjuneteenth.com. Um, also, the email, is the email on there? Yes, it is. Yes, okay. Boston, Boston Juneteenth Committee, Committee at, at gmail.com. Gmail mm -hmm. Telephone number 617-445-6902. And last comments, real quick, from both of you. I am so grateful to have met Jamada and Mr. Gaither in terms of and allowing me to do the little that I can do to facilitate getting this, making this public, particularly through BNN. So that's been my 
one of the favorite things that I've had to do is just keep that kind of connection so that the community can also, through broadcast, see what, what Jamada and Barry uh, and the other community people are, do, mm -hmm. are doing. So I've just like tears inside of joy and love because this Boston Juneteenth Committee and the National Center of Afro-American Artists, they're such beautiful people. And we do this thing volunteer, you know, out of love. And BNN has really embraced us and they're part of our family. I thank you and I thank Barbara also. And I thank the, I thank um, executive really director of BNN. Oh, general manager. Yeah, general manager. I want I want to give Mr. Williams Mr. some blame because yes. I really appreciate him too. So, and our community. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not. I unapologetically say I love my community. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, and amen. we love you for being here with us today. This special edition, Juneteenth, 2023, with my wonderful guests, Mr. Greg Eugene Sullivan and Miss. Let me get this right, Queen. Jamada Abdal Kalak Henry Smith. I'm your guest host, Sharon Hinton, here sitting in for Barbara Barra Murray. Barbara, we love you. We miss you. She'll be back, yeah, and this you. will be rerun. You can be a vendor, participant in the parade. You can come and just enjoy the day. You can be a community participant. You can be a sponsor. You can do all of that and more. So continue to support BNN Media and Say Brother Radio. Take care of each other and yourselves. God bless. 